0: John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast. October 1914. This podcast looks at life in World War One through the letters of John Adams, who was 23 when he joined up in September 1914. He served with the 9th Service Battalion Royal Irish Fusiliers and was involved in many significant events on the Western Front, particularly Passchendaele. These are his words, read by his grandchildren, and narrated by his great-grandchildren. Throughout these letters, there are going to be a few months that there he ha- we don't have any letters that he wrote home. Maybe he wrote them home, maybe they got lost, or maybe he didn't have time. When we last left John Adams, he had just joined up. So maybe during these couple of months, in October and November 1914, he went home more regularly, so he didn't feel the need to write home. Or maybe the letters were indeed lost. But we don't have letters for this month or uh, November. So we're going to have a couple of fill-in episodes. In this episode we give you an interview that I did on local radio about this podcast and the letters. And it was Q97.4, which is a local radio station in Northern Ireland from the north coast. The Q network goes out through all of Northern Ireland. And the interviewer was Dennis Neal. We have had quite a lot of positive comments from people, from friends, from relations, who think this is a great idea, and hopefully they're listening to the podcast. If you would like to make comments or even questions about John Adams, his life, World War I, or even about our research into the letters, do again touch with us. You can email us at letters at johnadams.org.uk. And there's even a Twitter account at jadamsletters, if you want to follow that, where my brother John will be, will be tweeting about the information that we know and happens a hundred years after the event. This interview was recorded in September 2014. My name is Mark Adams, and John Adams was my grandfather. Radio, better music, local news.
1: Time now is uh, twenty five to eleven. Now I've been joined by a, a young man from Balamuni who has a, actually an extremely interesting. It's not a tale or it's not a story. Let me see. If we get him on here first of all, Mark. Mark Adams. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Dennis. Uh,
1: is is this uh, a tale or a story about? Um, Uh, Your your grandfather?
0: I like to think of it as a living history of my grandfather. My grandfather was in the First World War. He fought with the Ninth Royal Irish Fusiliers. uh, But all the time he kept writing home to his mother, my great-grandmother. And we still have those letters. So a few years ago, my brothers got the letters. They uh, put them onto a website as kind of a reminder to us about who our grandfather was. And now, at the moment, I'm podcasting these letters using the voices of his grandchildren and his great-grandchildren to let people hear what happened and uh, what the war was like then. So,
1: this is evidential. This is the real McCoy.
0: It's not made up. It's a real thing. Is it not difficult to, to read something like that? Well, the thing is my grandfather died a couple of months before I was born. So I never knew the man. So this is a great way of me making a connection to who my grandfather was. And to tell you the truth, it is at, at times hard to read because there are some very emotional bits. There are some bits where he was injured a couple of times and he had to write home to his mother to say, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm getting out of this. And there are even times when you, when you read the letters, you realize that how much post from home meant to them. And there's a few letters where he gets actually quite cross because people haven't been writing to him and he feels upset. But there are other times when it's almost uh, quite funny because there was one letter where he had to tell my grandma, my great-grandmother to stop sending him shirts and underwear for the trenches. So there's all all sorts of history within this.
1: Have you got a little snippet you would you would let us hear?
0: There are bits all over the place. Uh, the one that is out at the moment on the podcast, he talks about being uh, at camp in Clandyboy, in County Down, and he talks about it being a great adventure. He's there with all these other fellas uh, uh, sleeping away, and he talks about it was his first Sunday that he's been away from home all day, and that there's, uh, they're lying together in a tent, and there's so many of them, they all have to lie on their side because they can't turn over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just snippets like that that bring it to life. Also earlier on this year, my brothers and my two brothers, one lives in Scotland, one lives in the South of England. We met together and we crossed the English channel and we went, followed the letters to where my grandfather had fought where he was injured. And those were fascinating stories. One of my, my brothers, Roger, he did a wee bit of detective work. He worked out at one point, my grandfather was injured And he was at the third Australian casualty clearing station. And these were sort of mobile hospitals that moved around. And he worked out exactly where they were. And we went to find out where they were. Mm -hmm. And there, exactly where the hospital was, was a graveyard. Because people died. And we found the graves of people that my grandfather fought with, who were died on the same day he was injured.
1: And this, of course, is the centenary year. This is, uh, and that that has, a, a, I suppose, an extra special significance.
0: It does, to it. and it's great to actually be able to put these out uh, on a podcast month by month. So at the moment, the September nineteen fourteen letters are on the podcast. He didn't write any letters in the next two months because he was still close to home. But in December and throughout the, this next year, he'll be writing about his training. And we'd be podcasting those a hundred years after he wrote them. And it won't be until September 1915 that I actually made it to the front. Um, the first letter he wrote, he talks about writing it on the side of the trench. And uh, he talks about uh, that he uh, could get used to all the shots being fired over his head. But what he can't get used to is all the the uh, bombs going off near him. And he talks about, uh, you know, there were about five went off while he was writing the letter.
1: So, so the horrors and, and, and the, the authenticity of war does come across.
0: It does. And we have to remember that these men came home from war and quite often they never spoke about it. And it's only maybe in the last 30 years we're hearing these stories come out more and more. Uh, from men, the last of the Tommies, who started to talk about what their experiences were because it was so horrific, so beyond what they could imagine. We went to the Somme for a day. My grandfather missed the Somme because he was injured. And I always imagined the Somme to be this quagmire of mud, but really it's quite chalky soil. But my grandfather fought a passion deal over in Belgium, and it was soup. If you fell off the boardwalk there... You sank into the mud, and that was you. You could not get out. You drowned, and many a man drowned just from the mud, not from the shots, not from the bombs. And you drive around the countryside and see all these beautiful wee ponds, duck ponds. they really picturesque, until you realise each of those ponds were actually where a shell went off, scarring the, scarring the countryside.
1: Yeah. Sorry, we, we appear to be having a problem here with uh, our sound mark. Um it sounds a bit distorted in my headphones but uh, I think we we'll maybe is that it now I that appears to be it now. Can you hear me now? No, I'm not getting through to you. Okay, well listen, um can can you, you just remind me then that, that, that these podcasts will be available very shortly.
0: These podcasts are starting to be available at the moment and if you go to johnadams.org.uk forward slash letters There's a link there to both the letters and the podcasts.
1: Okay, look, thank you very much, Neil, for coming in. It is gripping stuff. Um, It's all very sobering stuff that serves to remind us we're not glorifying in it, but we are thinking back and remembering. And uh, it's certainly well well worth talking to you and well worth hearing. But thank you very much, Neil, for coming in, Mark. Thank you very much. Time's just gone 20 minutes to uh, 11, the uh, Better Music Policy continues for you very, very shortly with music from John Cicada.
0: Thank you for listening to John Adams, Letters from the Front podcast. To find out more about John Adams and his family, visit www.johnadams.org.uk forward slash letters. The history of the 9th Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, during the World War I is taken from the Blacker's boys. Visit them at www.9irishfusiliers.co.uk with the number 9. Podcast will be published a 100 years after the letters were written, so will be published nearly every month. This has been a Mark Smith production.